You're listening to One Credit News, WVCW's news show. We read the telegram so you don't have to. I'm Hannah Parker. And I'm Will Thomas. Early Sunday morning around 4 a.m., a VCU alert stated that a young female was sexually assaulted by her Uber driver. He forced her hand down his pants and inappropriately touched her. An ex-Richmond police officer was convicted of sexual assault by object penetration on a 13-year-old girl. He was sentenced Friday to life in prison. The Virginia House passed a bill Thursday that stated a requirement for members of the General Assembly to go through sexual harassment training. The Philadelphia Eagles won the 2018 Super Bowl last night against the New England Patriots at 41-33. This is the first Super Bowl win for the Eagles. Later in the show, we'll talk about students' reactions. The new year brought President Trump's first State of the Union address on Tuesday, January 30th. The speech asked for unity between the parties after the recent government shutdown. Trump also outlined his immigration package. Detailed proposal that should be supported by both parties as a fair compromise. That plan includes a 12-year path to citizenship in exchange for money for border security. In just a few months, we'll launch our new strategic plan that we call Quest 2025, Together We Transform. It will build on our current plan, Quest for Distinction, which has been extraordinary, if you think about it, as a guide, where we've been able to seize our place among the nation's premier public research universities, urban public research universities specifically. That's VCU President Michael Rouse speaking in the annual State of the University address January 25th. The speech focused on VCU's history and achievements and the university's goal to be a public good. Our obligation as a public research university and as an anchor institution right here in Richmond is to work with our community partners to dive deep into these issues and to help find solutions that work. The new strategic plan also involves a multi-year plan to change the university curriculum to focus on interdisciplinary education. The General Assembly failed to pass a number of bills on January 10th, including the estate tax bill, a bill creating a minimum speed on specific highways, a bill that would require a live taping and streaming of General Assembly meetings, a bill allowing firearms in legislative buildings, and real property tax. A number of bills have been pushed to the next session for review, including the income tax bill, the animal cruelty conviction list bill, the marijuana field test bill, license tax bill, and more. The House of Delegates will meet again today in subcommittees and caucuses. This year's flu season is now worse than any recorded season since the 2009 swine flu pandemic. And according to federal health officials, it's only going to get worse. The Centers for for Disease Control report that influenza cases are sharply rising across the country and remaining widespread in 49 states. 53 children have died from the H3N2 virus so far, some within hours of diagnosis. Dr. Natalie Azar attributes these quick deaths to the virus attacking the immune system so aggressively that it can't recover. The theory is that basically your immune system fighting the flu becomes so exorbitant that it can actually end in shock and organ failure and even death within a few hours of getting sick. As the flu season enters enters its 10th week in America, CDC officials warn that it could only be halfway over and advise everyone to get their flu shot. Our producer, Julie Rothy, talked to Commonwealth Times executive editor Sophia Belletti about the VCU basketball season. So VCU played Rhode Island on Friday. Can you tell us about the game? So Rhode Island was a really big game for VCU. This is the first and only A-10 opponent that's um, 
ranked nationally, the number 22. Um, so going into this game, it had a lot of riding on it just because if VCU were to win, that would have put them up in the rankings a lot. I think that also would have boosted their confidence and everyone else's confidence, fans um, and people in the NCAA. But the game started off back and forth between the two teams. VC went into halftime down only three points, 41-38. Freshman guard Sean Mobley got his third career start and he knocked down like three or four three-pointers. I believe he had 15 points in the first half. And so things were looking like pretty close in the first half, but at some point in the second half, Rhode Island just got ahead. They were out rebounding VCU. They were shooting better. They were getting fast breaks, and they just ended up pulling away and were able to beat VCU by over double digits. What does that mean for the rest of VCU's season? I think it still leaves the season very up in the air. VC, if they were to win, that would have given a lot of people confidence that they could get an at-large bid for the NCAA tournament. Now I'm not so sure about that. Personally, I don't feel too confident about an at-large bid, meaning the only way for them to get into the NCAA tournament would be to win the A-10 championship. Rhode Island's likely, there's a good chance Rhode Island will be in the tournament um, in the finals, in the A-10 finals, but upsets always happen, so really anything can happen. Great, and... This is Mike Rhodes' first season. How's it going? I like Mike Rhodes because he's very VCU. I think he stands for what VCU is. He loves his job. He loves his players. He thinks it's such a privilege to coach here. But as a coach, I don't think I always agree with um, a lot of his decisions, like just his defense, some of the plays that he's run. Uh, I think he's still learning a lot, but it's... Everyone knew this was going to be a rebuilding year. They lost a lot of players. They got a lot of freshmen. It's a very young team. So overall, I think Mike Rhodes is doing well with what he has. Uh, but there's definitely a lot of room for improvement. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. You're listening to One Credit News on WVCW. If you're just joining us, I'm Will Thomas. And I'm Hannah Parker. The Institute for Contemporary Art will open April 21st with its inaugural exhibit, Declaration. Declaration will explore contemporary art's ability to respond to social issues. Yesterday's rain caused icy road conditions this morning, leading to multiple crashes in central Virginia. State troopers alone say they responded to over 25 car accidents. In the past week, Both the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 have lost over 5% from their recent all-time highs. The Dow was down more than 300 points this afternoon after steep drops on Friday. Mayor LeVar Stoney's plan to raise restaurant taxes to finance new schools will be introduced to the city council at a meeting tonight. Stoney spoke to the Student Government Association earlier today about the plan that would allow the city to borrow money to build schools now and pay off the debt with the new restaurant tax. Here he is explaining the plan to the SGA. I'm LeVar Stone, I'm the mayor of the great city of Richmond. I come before you tonight to talk about something that you all may have been reading in the newspaper or have seen in the news. And that is my uh, proposal to build new schools uh, in the city of Richmond. For many, many decades, uh, Richmond unfortunately has perpetuated um, uh, an unfortunate history of injustices and also inequities in our school system. 
look at the schools uh, on parts of our city, whether it's in the East End or in South Richmond, or they are schools that one of my uh, restaurant friends said last week that are unfit for farming. There's an overcrowding in the South Side where kids have to eat lunch in their trailer and lunch is rolled out to them on a daily basis. Or in the East End, there's a school like George Mason Elementary School where kids have to wear coats during their math classes and their history classes. Or just black mold, breathing the that in every single day. To me, I think we've kicked the can down the road way too long when it comes to uh, building new school facilities and it's time for our elected leaders to act. And so a couple of Tuesdays ago, I proposed a plan to raise the mills tax in the city of Richmond by 1.5%. That will go, that will raise $9 million on a yearly basis. will allow the city to increase its debt capacity to borrow $150 million to build schools right away. What some want to do is kick the can down the road to 2023 when the city will have the capacity to borrow more dollars. But every time, every year that passes, there's another child in George Mason Elementary School or in Green Elementary School on the south side or Broad Elementary School or George Witt that sits in another classroom and it's just unfit for any child to learn. And I personally believe it's our responsibility not to continue to perpetuate uh, the series of injustices and inequities that we've allowed for far too long. And if we really want to give children an opportunity now we'll take a look at some upcoming events. Tomorrow, the Wilder School hosts the opioid epidemic, impact on communities, a discussion on how dissolving communities affects drug use and crime. The discussion will be at 11 a.m. in the Richmond salons of the Student Commons. Wednesday at 5 p.m., Student Affairs holds a roommate mixer in the Student Commons. Thursday is National Girls and Women in Sports Day. In celebration, the VCU Center for Sports Leadership hosts a celebration with panel discussions and a keynote speaker. The Outdoor Adventure Program has teamed up with REI to hold a cleanup at the Manchester Climbing Wall on Friday at 8 a.m. The event is part of their annual climbing competition, which is this Saturday. That was recorded at the corner of Linden and Park Streets, just off the compass, this afternoon. A group from out of town was protesting the sin they say is rampant in Richmond. The group reportedly shouted racist and homophobic comments at students passing by. They're from Cincinnati, <clears throat> and they go around, and um, they did mention that like VCU was like a hot spot for diversity. Um, like left-wing activism stuff like that so I do think I do think there's a deliberate action in coming to VCU and I think that I, I don't I don't I wouldn't classify it as productive whatsoever um, I do like in its lack of productivity and its hate speech I would call it a hate group yeah that's really Fisk who the protesters accused of being a pedophile he said the group has the right to be on campus just free speech and the only way to fight free speech is with more free speech the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the New England Patriots in last night's Super Bowl I talked to some students earlier last week to see who they were pulling for in the big game um, I guess the Eagles uh, my dad's a big Eagles fan. He was uh, born in Delaware, so he lives pretty close to Philly. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think the Patriots will win. Um, you know, you can't stop Bill and Tom. And uh, I don't think Nick Foles will deliver on Sunday. Eagles. They have a cooler name. <laughs> it's, it's, for me, I, I would like the Eagles to win just because I always root for the underdog. And I'm really hoping that they'll pull out those masks. Like, I'm secretly hoping the whole team bought masks. Like to wear right when they win. Um, I like to see the Eagles win. 
I'm just kind of tired of watching Tom Brady win year after year. Uh, Eagles, definitely, because uh, I don't want to see the Patriots win another Super Bowl. It's kind of cliche at this point. Of course, Eagles. I was born and raised in Philly, always been an Eagles fan. I'm waiting for you to stay for a long time. Yes, yep. yeah. That's exciting. That okay. is exciting. Yes, that makes it all worth watching. Yeah, it does right make there. it worth watching. Richmond is known for its music scene, and that music doesn't stop once you're on campus. Jackie Sherman spoke to members of the band Don Frederick about their upcoming album. Don Frederick is a local band that is formed by VCU students Will Cummings, Daniel Flarty, Sammy Snyder, Patrick Bodring, and Andrew Gianfrido, and Sebastian Richard. They describe themselves as a fusion of funk, psych, and southern rock. The album, I think, is a very good, like, like, example of that, where we ha we've got stupid, funky songs. Yeah. That turn into psychedelic. Yeah, turn into psychedelic, and the next one's, like, quiet, soulful Will singing over some soft noises. Yeah, yeah. some nice... It's that's, that's really where, all over the that's place. That's where the southern rock comes yeah. in. That's Sebastian Richard, the bass player in the band. They're releasing their new album later this year. Sebastian says the recording process is important to developing their sound. So songs really grow in the studio where it goes from being a jam that we play live a bunch into like a trend oh, thing yeah, let's try to that we're going to mimic again. And yeah. I think playing it in the studio is huge to the live aspect of it too because now we've played it 14 times in a day. And then you have it set in stone yeah. and then you can jam You can jam on it. They say they usually start a song with a guitar progression and then collaboratively build from there. Dan Flarty is one of the guitar players. He says the songwriting process is spontaneous. Gino and I always say like every time we want to write a song we can't. No. But then once <laughs> yeah. like if we sit down and just like mess around on the guitar and then you just pop out a great song in two yeah. seconds. Like some of my best songs have happened within 10 minutes right. before going somewhere and, yeah. and just pop it out like that. Yeah. yeah, Bring it to the band and everybody works around it. Don Frederick has an upcoming show on February 23rd at the Sound of Music Studios in Richmond, Virginia. Patrick says the band plans to stay together after they graduate and hopefully tour. I think I, think I speak for all of us when I say I'm going to be playing music the rest of my life, Yeah. yeah no definitely. matter if it's gigging or I have a full-time job, but I go home and play music. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a part of my life forever. Yeah. For WVCW News, I'm Jackie Sherman. Check out the band SoundCloud to hear more of their music. That's our show for today. All our shows are available on iTunes and Google Play under WVCW News, where we also post our daily news update podcast with four news headlines in under two minutes. Visit our page at wvcw.org for daily news and longer stories. And follow us at WVCW News on Twitter for breaking stories. Thanks for tuning in to One Credit News. 